Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. And The Bowl Show. Stay engaged with the sport via The Bowl Show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm. Hello and welcome. Great to have your company on this week's edition of Without Bias. It's a week where the federal government have made some great announcements about a lot of things going forward, including outdoor recreation, which means bowls. And hopefully, as a nation, we're able to get back out there and play sooner rather than later. As always, though, we urge you to check the Bowls Australia website, bowls.com.au. There are different guidelines for every state, so make sure that you are across yours. As always, we're also here with thanks to Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today and for the Bowls show, Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm. My name's Jack Heverin. Very shortly, we'll be joined by Natasha Van Eldick. But off the top of the show this week, that gives me an enormous amount of pleasure to welcome Australian Jackaroo and the CEO of Bowls Tasmania, Rebecca Van Ash. Beck, thanks for being with us. Hey, Jack. Thanks for having me. Great th- to talk to everyone. I think we find you in your uh, Bowls Tasmania remote bunker. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I'm bunkered down at home, uh, still working from home for the time being. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm tucked away and in front of the computer. It's uh, become very much my life at the moment. <laughs> How is, how's Tasmanian Bowls going? We'll start there. Um, I mentioned that there are different restrictions for every state and, and we need to follow along with those guidelines really closely uh, at the moment. But the last couple of weeks, they seem to be a bit more positive. Has that been reflected in Tassie? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, like the rest of the country, we're, we're really missing not being on the greens at the moment. Um, but, you know, our main priority is keeping everyone safe at the moment. So um, like many of the announcements last week, uh, our Premier here in Tassie also outlined uh, Tasmania's roadmap to recovery on Friday. So we're working really closely alongside that and, um, you know, trying to study those timelines and, and how that works for, for getting people back on the greens and, you know, hopefully starting with some informal roll-ups um, before we build up to some competitions. Um, but, you know, look, there'll be competitions with a difference. You know, there won't be spectators. There'll still be smaller numbers. We'll still be meeting uh, all social distancing regulations. So there's a lot of things to take into uh, consideration along with, uh, you know, all of the extra sanitisation yep. processes and, and everything like that that need to go along with it. So how do you go about it in your role as of Bowls Tasmania CEO? Are you working with the clubs at the moment to start to prepare them for all situations, I suppose, for when we can return? Yeah, exactly. We're, um, we've currently just drafted a document called uh, our Return to Play document. Um, that hasn't gone out to, to our clubs and members at the moment because we're just waiting on feedback from Community Sport and Recreation Tasmania on, on if that meets um, all the, the regulations 
uh, that our state government require. Uh, you know, once we have that down pat, then then we'll roll that out to to our 69 clubs and our our members across Tassie, so they're actually aware of um, you know what their requirements are to be able to allow people back on the greens. Um, we're in a bit of a unique situation here in in Tassie because we have hit our off season now, so mm. um, you know getting back on the green isn't going to necessarily uh, apply to every single club, especially with grass greens at this time of the year that will be closed. So you know, we're focusing particularly on on our artificial clubs and our uh, indoor centres at, at this time. Um, but yeah, look, our, our job is to make sure that clubs are really well informed, know what their requirements are so they can continue to keep their members and participants safe as well. So is that a positive in a way then that if you are in a bit of an off-season that you don't feel like you have to rush, you don't have to, to really scream back into things at 1,000 miles an hour? Yeah, look, it's it's been interesting. Um, you know, unfortunately, when, when all of this first happened, we were headed into uh, regional pennant finals and then on to state pennant finals. So our members particularly felt it right at the start because, um, you know, they were deprived of, of what they'd worked all season towards. So that was really unfortunate. Um, but now that we have hit that time of the off-season, it is a really important time, particularly for our indoor centres who probably do most of their trading through the winter period. Um, you know, members flock to those areas and, and to clubs with artificial surfaces because they still want to get their bowl fixed at this time of the year. They still um, you know, need their, their social outing. And, and that's really important to, to run mental health as much as it is um, their physical health and getting back on the green. So, you know, although there's not a lot of competition at this time of the year, we know people are still chomping at the bit and still want to get their, their roll-ups and their practice in. So... Yeah, as I said, it's an it's an interesting process. Um, hopefully, we've covered most things we need to in our return to play document. And and as I said, once we get the feedback from Sport and Rec, and we're actually able to roll that out for our clubs and members across Tassie, you know, hopefully that will start getting people back on the greens. Uh, the CEO of Bowls Tasmania, Rebecca Van Ash, joining me, a new regional bowls manager as well for Team Bowls Tasmania. Yeah, Alan Eady, uh, doing a fantastic job, and <laughs> what a time to start. He started a week before. Um, we had to tell people to get off the greens. So, yeah. so an interesting, um, I guess, yeah, feet first introduction for him into the bowls caper, I guess. Um, but look, he's been doing a fantastic job and, and giving us a lot of support at, at this time. Uh, Alan and I together have been um, hosting webinars and, and things like that for our clubs to, to try and keep all of our clubs well informed of what opportunities there are available for them through um, funding opportunities through Sport and Rec and, um, you know, and, and other opportunities, you know, obviously through job keeper programs and things like that where our clubs have just needed a little bit of extra assistance. Uh, Alan's been fantastic with that. So you know, hopefully our clubs are, are feeling really well supported during this time and, and we've been able to get that out to them. You've been working a lot from home. I mentioned that. Your your office has become a, a bunker. Um, you're on the Bowls show. We've seen that you've got the, the Bowls Tasmania background and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. But working from home can throw up some other challenges as well, can't it? Because it means that you are home a lot more. It means that you're parenting a lot more. Been much going on in your house by, by way of dramas recently? <laughs> well, look, it has uh, certainly been a, an interesting shock to the system I guess uh, A just being home a lot more you know I'm someone that was on the road a lot I think I did 89 flights last year wow. so um, you know so just being I guess bunkered down for starters but you know there has been a lot of positive like, positives I guess that have come from that um, 
look, it's really weird, but I actually feel like I've been probably more productive working from home and, and probably not having as many interruptions. And, um, you know, technology has been fantastic for that. But you know, I do have a, an almost 17-month-old who uh, <laughs> is running around the house like crazy. Uh, so my mum's been helping us out with um, with caring for her through the day. And, and my husband's uh, only working four days a week at the moment as well. So we're, we're doing what we can to keep it up with her. And, and she's full of a, a lot of entertainment. But uh, yeah, for those that didn't see on the bowl show the other night, she did manage to get locked in my mum's bathroom. So mum's vanity is right on the other side of, of the door and she pulled out a drawer to the vanity so we couldn't actually open the door to get into her. So um, oh. which was okay for, for the first little bit, but she started to get a bit frantic and the scream started and I, uh, yeah, took a hammer and a screwdriver and basically <laughs> knocked a hole in the door and, and managed to get that drawer closed. Just a so, minute. Is there a small part of you that's always wanted to do that? Not, obviously not with your daughter <laughs> being locked in, but have you always wanted to smash your way through a door? Uh, well, at least I know that I'm capable of it, <laughs> if, uh, if, if I ever need it again. Yeah. I looked at every opportunity, every option. I thought, you know, where are the hinges? Can I get through the window? And in the end, I actually thought, you know what, it's probably cheaper to replace this door than it is uh, a window. So, <laughs> so sorry, Mum, I, I, owe, I owe her a door at some stage. Oh, that's okay. I'm sure she'll, uh, she'll, she knows that times are busy at the moment. I've been following along on, on social media. A lot of the jackaroos have been involved in the 25 push-ups for 25 days campaign. Yours is up as well, facebook.com forward slash Rebecca Van Ash. Um, it's been a great initiative, this one. You're into day, I think it's day 11 today for you. Uh, yeah, day 11. Yeah, look, it, it has been fantastic and it's been fantastic to see so many of the jackaroos uh, get behind it. Um, you know, the cause is to raise awareness around mental health issues such as um, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety and depression. Um, you know, I've put my own little spin on it and each day I'm focusing on, on a different part of mental health. Yep. Um, this week I've been focusing on setting challenges each day for everyone. So, you know, I think uh, you know, Monday was Mindfulness Monday, Tuesday, Social Tuesday, uh, different things like that. So it's been good to participate in it. It's been good to stay connected with everyone and, and see what they're up to, hopefully get the, the awareness out there regarding mental health. And uh, I know I've certainly learnt a lot along my journey so far with still 14 days to go. I'm sure I'll learn a little bit more. I think it's a wonderful piece of work that you and all of the Jackaroos are doing. Beck, thank you for joining us. I know you've got a lot on your plate at the moment, obviously trying to keep things moving with Bowls Tasmania. So well done on that and thanks for the chat today. Excellent. Thanks, Jack, and keep safe, everyone. Rebecca Van Ash joining us here on Without Bias. It is with thanks to Apia. We're all about possibilities. You can talk to our dedicated specialist today and you can see Beck and all of the stars of the Australian Jackaroos team on the bowl show Sundays from 2 p.m. on 7-2. That's how you stay engaged with the sport. And I mentioned earlier, and we spoke about it there with Beck, that Bowls Tasmania have their own sets of rules and ways that they're trying to work back into playing the sport. I urge you to go to bowls.com.au. Wherever you're listening to us from around Australia, there are different rules in place for every single state. And trust me, Bowls Australia are working hard to make sure that everyone can return onto the green sooner rather than later and can return safely as well. Talk about stars on the green. Natasha Van Eldick is exactly that. She'll join us next on Without Bias. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today.
and The Bowl Show. Stay engaged with the sport via The Bowl Show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2pm. Fantastic supporters of bowls around the country are Apia. They bring us without bias each and every week. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. And as you just heard, Sundays on 7-2 from 2 o'clock. The Bowl Show is back for 2020. Matty Flapper joining me each and every week. We know there's no action on the green right now, but it's a great chance to... Not only highlight the Bowls Premier League, but a great chance as well to highlight some of the superstars of the sport. We're so fortunate here in Australia to have access to so many stars, including my next guest, Natasha Van Eldick, Australian Jackaroo, Commonwealth Games, dual gold medalist, an absolute star. And she joins us. Tash, thanks for your time. No worries. How are you going? What are you up to at the moment? Um, well, I've just finished work looking after two little munchkins um, whilst their parents are busy at work at home. Um, so pretty much homeschooling, um, which every parent is loving at the moment. And, uh, yeah, they're certainly keeping my hands full. You, um, you would become probably the most popular person in your area, wouldn't you, if, if you're offering home care at the moment? Because I know most parents have just about had enough of all of this. Yeah, that's pretty much um, the way it's going at the moment. You know, not many parents are liking this homeschooling, but um, fingers crossed um, a lot of parents will have a new appreciation of the teachers and educators that look after their children throughout the day. I, for one, are exactly that, Tash. So well done on the work that you and uh, and all all of your staff do all of the time. Now, I read with interest a, a story that you have publicly declared, and I love that you've done this, publicly declared that you want to defend both of your titles at next year's World Championships on the Gold Coast and then, by extension, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham in 2022. So you've set your sights pretty high here. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's um, you've got short-term goals and long-term goals, and um, obviously my short-term ones were to defend um, some World Championships, um, but unfortunately it obviously got postponed. But... Definitely um, gives us 12 months more to prepare, which is awesome. And um, and then even further down the track to Birmingham. You know, that's, uh, that's where my sights are set at the moment. How big was that to to get the, the nod of approval, I guess, a second time from the selectors to say, no, this is the squad that we're going with for the world champs. We know it's a year away, but we're going to back you all in from the best part of 12 months out. Look, you just never know what's going to happen around the corner. And, um, you know, we all we all spoke about it and we were all wondering if they would keep the teams the same. Um, but to get that tick of approval um, was, I suppose, um, a little bit easier on the mind. And mm. um, it certainly allows us to prepare to the best of our abilities for the next 12 months and put our best foot forward on, on and off the green. Uh, Bowls Australia at the moment have been playing some of the, the classic matches from history uh, and a couple of your matches from the Commonwealth Games two years ago have been in amongst those. Did you get a chance to watch them and and, and have you had a chance to, to really reflect on how special that two-week period was? Yeah, it was um, an unbelievable feeling to be able to actually sit down and uh, reminisce on the games because I hadn't actually seen the games um, or been able to view them um, other than you know, obviously when we played on the day. So to sit back and, um, you know, on the couch, be able to reminisce with the girls and in a group chat, yep. um, you know, just about how everything happened and how lives have changed since, you know, the Commonwealth Games two years ago, um, which is just an amazing feeling. And I still get goosebumps thinking about, you know, how did, how did we actually do what we did? Yeah, yeah. And did you get a point 
um, where maybe at some point during the match or before one of the, the gold medal matches started where you looked at packed grandstands and thought, all of these people here, these four or 5,000 people, however many were, were crammed into the Broad Beach Bowls Club, they're here to support us. Yeah, look, I suppose one game that really stands out for me was um, this, I think it was a medal playoff against um, to make the medal rounds against Malaysia. Yes. And, yep. you know, it's a game that will just stick with me forever. I suppose, you know, the battle that we had with Malaysia um, <laughs> that whole day, pretty much, and then to be able to hear the roar of the crowd when we got through and to play the shot, there's there's an end where I just have no idea what happened and I don't even know how I played the bowls, um, but it just come the way it was and it, it was just an unbelievable feeling to know that we had so much home ground advantage for us. I've never seen you play with as much emotion and as much adrenaline as what you had in that Malaysia game. Yeah, look, I, you know, I've got, as we're speaking now, my hairs on my arms <laughs> are just standing up. Um, you know, I just, uh, there's, Beck and I reminisce about it all the time and, you know, she was about to step in and call me on a shot and she just said, I saw this vision in your eyes mm-hmm. and you knew that you were going to play the shot. And she just stepped away and let me play it and... I did at the time, but I, I still cannot even remember what went through my mind before I got on the mat to play that shot. Trust me, if you've never watched a game of bowls before and you're listening to us, find this game and you'll see how competitive this game was. It was phenomenal. I, I will remember it for as long as I live. Tash, one of the other things you're involved in that I wanted to talk to you about was the Lifeline Community Custodians, Cara Murphy and yourself and, and a host of other Australian athletes from all work, walks of life and all sports have got together with the Australian Institute of Sport and Lifeline Australia. Athletes are going to step up and help increase awareness around suicide prevention and also encourage anyone who needs support to reach out and ask for help. This is a wonderful thing that you're doing. Yeah, it's a really exciting adventure. Um, you know, when I saw the opportunity, I definitely applied for it and was stoked when I got the um, email to say that, you know, I had qualified and I was amongst the 21 other athletes, um, past and present, to be able to, you know, um, go for the next 12 months within the Lifeline Community Custodian Program. And, um, you know, it's exciting times to be able to um, stop the stigma around, um, you know, the whole suicide prevention and everything and um, to also share my story in regards to how, um, you know, I have a link with Lifeline and um, what my battles have been over the years to be able to share with, you know, both young and old and hopefully um, make other people aware that it is okay to reach out um, at times when times are tough, I guess. And now more than ever, uh, we're starting to see some restrictions lifted with, with COVID-19, and that's big for a lot of people. But do you think a lot of people would be surprised, Tash, to know that 90,000 calls for help were made to Lifeline in March alone? Look, the statistics are unbelievable when you start to read about them. And, you know, I, I read a statistic this morning, I think it was, that, you know, 30% of um, calls have increased to Lifeline. And, for somebody to answer a phone call for Lifeline, it costs $39. So for those um, statistics to rise over these hard times with the bushfires, with COVID-19, it's just unbelievable. And I suppose everyone needs support out there, but um, 
Yeah, Lifeline's definitely a great cause to be supporting. Uh, it's outstanding what you're doing. Before I let you go, we've mentioned time and time again here on Without Bias to keep up to date by, with bowls.com.au. Check the restrictions for each state and when you can return to play because they are different. Uh, bowls New South Wales issued a statement at the end of April allowing clubs to open their outdoor greens. So Raymond Terrace, your club, you've got roll-ups happening Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays between 8am and midday. Have you had much of a chance to get back out there? Look, I haven't had much of a chance. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably letting other people get their urge to go and have a roll-up yep. um, before I go out there. Um, I am obviously very busy with work at the moment, so um, I suppose I will get my time, and um, hopefully, fingers crossed, that's within the next couple of weeks just to roll the arm over. But, yeah, everyone else can have their time on the green for now, and then I'll get back out there. Yeah, I think you've played more than enough bowls in the last few years. You, you probably deserved a bit of a break. It certainly has been a nice break, but um, I am ready to get back into it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Tash. It's great to catch up and, and well done on the work that you and Cara Murphy and so many of the Australian athletes are doing uh, with the Lifeline Community Custodians. Thank you. And that will see us out here on this week's edition of Without Bias. As we mentioned, don't forget to keep up to date with all of the latest news and information at bowls.com.au. And a big thanks to Apia for their support. We're all about possibilities. Talk to our dedicated specialist today. This and every episode will be up on the podcast very shortly. So make sure you check out all of the episodes that you may have missed in the past. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.